can't. You're. How, I can't. Un, I don't understand why like your American accent is so strong. Stubborn. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. Bloody stubborn. Hey, welcome to episode 100 of Front Seat Gamer. That's right, guys. We made it to episode 100. Um, we're actually probably several episodes past that if you include all of our weird special episodes. But I think we're technically not. we're like 110. 100. So, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm Nick. I'm here with Blake. Hey, Nick. And Severn. Hey. hey. How's, how's it feel to make it to the century, guys? Feels good. Yeah. I didn't think we'd make it. No. You thought you'd die before that? <laughs> yep. Yeah, you do lead a pretty unhealthy lifestyle. So <laughs> yep. That makes sense. Remember we got to episode, like, seven, and I was like, oh, boy. Ooh, a, ooh. <laughs> what are we in for? <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys been playing stuff? Yep. Yeah? Have you been playing stuff? I've, uh, sort of. In a sense. I've been have play- you been idly tapping on a phone? I have. Oh, shit. Uh, I've been playing... An idle game. It's a, an early release called Idle Wasteland, I think. Okay. Um, you know, I don't know if you remember, but I think the last time we did a podcast, which was like three weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, I had been playing a lot of Blades. Yep. And I don't think I really played anything after that. <laughs> like, I don't, I don't think I played any more Blades after that. Oh, okay. Oh, because... I, thought, <laughs> I thought Blades had turned you so far off mobile games. <laughs> like, I'm done with this. It, it kind of had. I was getting really frustrated yeah. with that because... I mean, I, we covered it in the last episode. Yep. It's just like the, the number of ways they try nickel and dime you. The uh, weird design decisions they were making, the like lack of connection to Elder Scrolls as a series mm. and like the mechanics of it and the things that made Elder Scrolls good was just getting to me, making me sad. Where was it set? Like, what time period was it set in? Did it even have one? Uh, yes. I don't. I don't know the exact time period, yeah. but it is. I think shortly after the events or during the events of Skyrim. Okay. Um, because I and I'm pretty sure it's in like a a city bordering Skyrim. Do they ever talk about? Oh, there's this Dragonborn guy over there that's like really. You know, I don't remember really throwing cheese wheels around. <laughs> <laughs> he's uh he's pickpocketing a lot of people. <laughs> yep. Um, I don't, I don't actually remember, but I don't think they made, they, I mean, they, you do talk to a dragon at one point Whoa. in the main storyline, which is kind of at odds with the whole Skyrim lore, if I recall, because I'm pretty sure only the dragon board is meant to be able to understand dragons, if, if I remember correctly. I don't remember. Couldn't comment. Yeah. I don't remember either. Uh, am I like, wrong? That Email seems us. like it would make sense. Yeah. After watching the Hobbit movie, yeah, I know that you need a. I think you need a ring in order to speak to dragons. Oh yeah, I think so. A specific ring, or just any ring? Just a ring. Okay, <laughs> the one ring actually. The one ring. Oh. I thought yeah. Smaug was just like <laughs> shouting at everyone. Like everyone could understand him, right? He was using the dragon shouts. Yeah. Oh, that's. Cool. He was fusrodaring <laughs> yeah. all over Lake. That's where all that gold was spilling out everywhere. Yeah. Um, uh, Blake, what have you been playing? Uh. Man, I've been playing a really cool game. I'm really, really liking it. You know, Path you of Exile. You know you didn't talk Here about Oh, yeah, you just skipped over yours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's, wait, wait, wait. Let's we go can, back. Let's go back. Okay, let's go can, back. Right, you can't just you like... Know what you want to talk about? Okay, sure. Yeah. Um, it is an idle game. Uh, one of one of many that I've played. Uh, 
this one's quite addictive and it does uh it's it's interesting because it's got like five different stats to level up and yep. each of them uh prestiges uh on its own like timer basically so like uh, you can like focus on any one of them, or you can do all five of them, and then like you you reset them individually. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's they've got like two different skill trees, uh, and they've got like lots and lot so many different methods of upgrading things that it's quite um I I, I enjoy it because there's a lot of uh, of potential tactical depth in terms of how you advance your progress. Which is really what an idle game is about. It's how quickly can you advance. What are you actually doing, though? Tabbing. Or not tabbing. On what? Depending on what, the screen. What is... Like, is uh, what's it themed around? Yeah. Give, give us some. Okay. Yeah. Okay, sure. <laughs> you, you're a dude. Nameless dude. Yeah. Um, and you are running up a road, which is that's all just handled automatically. Okay. Yeah. Um, and every, every few meters, there's a monster that you smack with a stick. <laughs> and... And the rate of you smacking them with the stick is determined by... Does it auto-smack? It does auto-smack. Um, <laughs> but you can speed it up by tapping. Okay. Or through the numerous upgrades. Um, uh, do the monsters ever smack back? They do. But you can't... It's interesting. The the smacking back is... It, it stuns you. Yeah. It doesn't hurt you. It slows down your running. Yes. It, it slows your progress. Yeah. Um, so it's all about just speeding up that progress. Yeah. So it's like Sonic... Uh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's like, uh, yeah. <laughs> awesome Sonic. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, some Gotta of the go thing, fast. Some of the things I like about this game, uh, first of all, the developer is, like, very, very active in the community he's created for this game, which I thought was quite cool. Um, and I think it's quite important for an indie game at this point to be connected to their audience. Because oh, yeah. that's a big part of how you not just build, but how you maintain an audience um, is being clear about like what your game is trying to achieve, uh, what the updates are, that sort of thing. Um, He's, he seems to be like uh, very open to feedback and uh, making changes uh, to to problematic systems. Um, It's just kind of a a neat little idle game. That's cool. Is it one person making it? Yeah. I I mean, he's got, I think he, he got, he contracts out the art. It's oh, all okay. like yeah, yeah. Uh, pixel art, so Severn's gonna love it. Um, I don't know. <laughs> well, you saw it, did I? Yeah, you came over to my desk, went. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I gave him the disapproval look. Yeah, which um, is really, I mean, that's just the look. <laughs> yeah, I think that that's the only one I see from you. But that, that was um, <laughs> that was um, that was surprising because I I walk over to Nick thinking yeah. he's working because we're at work. Yeah, well, I mean, I was working. The whole point about an idle game is you don't have to do anything, yeah. right? So I see his phone on. Yeah. Yep. And it's but and that it's, was surprising. It's playing video games for me. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't want to play that kind of video game. Yeah, I I don't like this. <laughs> okay, that's fine. I'm no one's forcing you. Nick, you had a you used to be the Hearthstone guy. Uh huh. Yeah, that's a very active game. You know. Yeah. yeah. What happened? Uh, too much effort. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's too much input on my needed on my behalf. Um, no, it's. I think uh, I got to a point with Hearthstone where I was like, um. Every set they tr- they add a bunch of keywords. It's a kind of a necessary for uh, card games. They just sort of pile on, 
uh, mechanics. But they were doing, if, if I recall, I'm trying to remember what the last set I really played in depth was. It was um, maybe the the haunted woods, like the oh the witch woods, the witch woods. Yeah, I think one. it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm trying to remember why I, they started introducing like hero powers. Basically, the dy- dynamic of the game had changed to a point where uh, it felt like in order to stay competitive and mm. like and actually win games and stuff, you had to build these quite sort of signaled deck archetypes. Mm. And I don't mind deck archetypes for uh, sealed. Like that, that's where like the the card pool is limited. Yep. Like like um, your draft, right? Yeah, drafting, yeah, that sort of thing. But I think um, for constructed, I I want to see more out of the box, like quirkiness, and um, also I hate combo decks. And I think yeah. at the time I was playing, uh, there was just a lot of combo decks. Combo decks. Are where like your opponent is basically playing solitaire until they compile all of the cards they need in yeah, hand yeah. to win. Yeah. And um. Uh, I've I've talked to people at work about combo decks. Uh, Krishi, who's one of the game designers, and Carl, who's another like a designer producer. Yep. Um, we've we've had him on the podcast before. Yep. Uh, they both love their combo decks, um, which is fair. Hmm. It can be fun to play, but I find it unfun to play against. So I was just like kind of over it, burning out. And also, I had started playing the Elder Scrolls card game. Yeah. Which had um, some cool mechanics that I hadn't really played with before, like the, the idea of lanes and like uh, uh, things that affect those lanes. And um, they also just had some. They, they, actually, that game had some very cool deck archetypes that I quite liked. Mm. Um, and they, they didn't have much in the way of combos. A lot of the gameplay, unlike. Hearthstone, where you can kind of get away with a lot of the gameplay not being on the board, um, seemed like the Elder Scrolls card game required much more board interaction, and I thought that was quite cool. Did um did you ever try combo decks out? Yeah, I've played some. Mm. You um, just didn't like it. They, I mean, they're fun to play, mm. um, or at least they can be, but they're not, in my opinion, not that fun to play against. Okay, even even if you had a combo deck. Um. Like combo deck versus combo deck, yeah, yeah, like a mirror match, yeah, yeah. I find those gross. Okay, I mean it depends on the class, but like oftentimes it becomes like who compiles the cards first, yeah, and uh, that can be heavily down to luck. Um, I mean, there's some stuff counterplay you can do, but I don't know. It just doesn't doesn't really appeal to me. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Um, Blake. Um. Hold on a minute. There was there was a uh, question that we got uh, a while back. Yeah. Um, about an idol game. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And asking oh. if you'd played it. Yeah. What was the game? Uh, it was called Champions of the Forgotten Realms. That's right. I never played it. Yeah. So that. <laughs> but I really should. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just looking that that up. Be like, what was that game that you remind were? me to yep. to download that later? Yep. And I'll give it a shot. All right. Cool. Um. Uh, and actually, you know, talk about idol games. Elder Scrolls Blades, back on that topic. Yeah. There's the the whole unlock mechanic of the chests there makes it feel a bit like an idle game. Yeah. The, where you're forced to play to get to the idle part. <laughs> yeah. Play the idle? Yeah, well the the yeah. The chest timers and stuff. Yeah. I'm not a fan anymore. Not Could a, you make I, them go faster by tapping? <laughs> you can make them go faster by spending. Ooh. Yeah. So yeah. you can you you 
tap on tap. that uh, the chest. spend money. Yeah. Oh, that spend yeah. button. Right, right, right. That, 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 yeah, that pay makes, your credit that card That makes it go button. very yeah, fast. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, Blake, you've been playing stuff. Man, yeah. I've been playing um, Pathfinder Kingmaker. Yeah. Um, I'm really loving this game. It's um, it's an idle game. It's absolutely not an <laughs> okay, idle so game. Okay, so we'll move on. It's, <laughs> it's on a computer. I, what? It's, <laughs> it's not a mobile game. I don't understand. Yeah, there's there's games that are on, like, things other than your phone. Oh, like a tablet. Like a bigger Imagine phone. a tablet, except... Uh, it's bigger. Oh, like imagine a-, a tablet but bigger, like a like a giant tablet. Yeah, yeah. Oh, like a like a TV screen. Yes. Uh huh. Okay, with a tower next to it. That is the the guts of the tablet. <laughs> so the you've got a tower filled with guts. Yep, yep. I got like- one of those living computers. Oh, okay. Yeah, one of those bio mechanical computers. Uh huh. All right, we got to get off. Uh, this <laughs> this is not a good. <laughs> tell me more about your living computer. No, okay, so yeah. Good. So tell, P- Pathfinder. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's like it's based on D and D rules because like Pathfinder is an actual like like version of D and D or something like okay. that. Like it's a yeah, that's, uh, that game. rings a bell. Yeah, and it's all like it, it, and a lot of it is like the same. Like they seem to share some of the same. Well, they share share all the same races and I think the same gods, but like the whole world is different. Oh, okay. So it's basically just someone has crafted their own D&D world. Right. Um, and, yeah. Uh, but uh, this game is like it's like the old school, uh, like, Baldur's Gate, Neverwin, Ooh, Winter Nights style. Like sort of a top-down. Is it, yeah. is it uh, a pre-rendered sprite? No, it's all 3D. Oh, okay, cool. Which I, I, and it's got this really nice-looking art style that's sort of, like, little cartoony, but, like, everything's nice and clean kind of mm. looking. Like... The um the pre-rendered stuff like because uh, Pillars of Eternity still had that I think that mm-hmm. pre-rendered yeah, look yeah, yeah. that well yeah. it was all like although they did some interesting stuff to make make lighting and stuff work yeah yeah and it was like it, it looked cool but like man this game just lo- it feels like you're actually in it in a in a, in a way uh <laughs> huh because it's all it's all three D and okay. it's just it just I don't know I just like the look of it much better than cool. than the yeah. other ones because I played Pillars and I played Tyranny. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were they were cool, but they didn't hook me like this game. Um, and I think I think the reason this game has hooked me is because the like the story is much more low key and is like a slow build up. Mm. Um, because in those other games, even even like um, Divinity and Divinity Two, yeah. which I really liked, but within an hour you're talking to gods. And you're like some chosen one, right? And, and all this like crazy stuff. In you this, it's like want a slower burn at the yeah, start. Yeah, yeah. In this, you start off as basically like a mercenary that is tasked with going out and clearing up some bandits in an area. Yeah. And then you take over that area and become like a baron of that area. Oh, that's cool. And then you've got this whole like kingdom building thing as well, mm. um, where you're like, it's it's. I guess this part is sort of like an idle game where you're you just have like these quests <laughs> pop up. And you assign one of your um, one of your party members to go deal with it. Oh and yeah, it and says, the like, timer goes, and, and the timer like, goes, and they'll either accessory based on their skills or whatever. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's exactly like that. Right. Um, but then that has like that you can get uh, that sometimes feeds into the actual story. So oh. you'll get like a quest to like deal with something. Like you'll get a like you'll get like a quest to like research into something. Yeah, and you'll you'll get a you'll get one of your party members to you know research it and blah blah blah, and sure. they succeed, and then. 
and then maybe you'll get a quest, an actual quest out of it where you have to go somewhere and like deal with something. Mm. So there is some of that, but a, a lot of them are just like, uh, they'll either fail Mail or this letter and, and then they go off and they, they're yeah, for an it's hour a, a lot of it. And I'm starting to see repeating ones, which is a yeah. little bit of a bummer. Like I keep getting this, uh, mermaid in a river that's like, <laughs> like messing with trading ships. <laughs> that's a really specific. Yeah, they Problem. keep they keep messing. Uh, this mermaid keeps disrupting mm. the uh, the traders in this uh, in this river. Okay, and so you got to keep sending someone out to go to deal shoo with off it. the mermaid. Hey, get and they here. do every time. Get you, get, you get a thing that says success, and it's like a little little bit of a story of what happened. Yeah, but you, the, I've probably but gotten that four that times a bunch now. Of times. Yeah, 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 and I'm like, well, maybe that just there's just a lot of mermaids in this river. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I really really like that it's this slow burn, and like you're getting hints of larger forces at play around you yeah but it's not like you're not directly talking to any gods or any like 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 dark lords or any right. stuff like that it it's, keeps it kind of low fantasy yeah it's really it, it feels really low fantasy mm. um but you definitely feel that it is slowly building to something bigger that's cool um and i just i really like that um i i've been really listening to a lot of dnd podcasts lately yeah and i was just like really wanting to play something with that D&D feel and this is very 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 much D&D. Is it single player only? Uh yeah, yeah. There's no multiplayer. I don't I'm pretty sure there's no multiplayer. Mm. Yeah, it seems it seems like it's just single player. Interesting. But it's like yeah, it's like very D&D with like all the same terminology like mm. you know you're doing skill checks to unlock things and yeah. you've got like you know it, it's all the same like AC for armor class and like right. all right. the attacks are like you know 4d8 plus one kind of thing yeah so it's all it's all dice rolls have you, have you got magic missile yep i got a lot of magic missiles Ooh. yeah that's the first spell i got magic missile it is a level one spell if i recall yeah yeah and they and because like i know a little more about D now mm. um like i'm definitely enjoying it a lot more um because when i played boulders gate and even when i played Neverwinter Nights, I didn't really understand D&D. Right. And Baldur's Gate, I just, I stopped playing because I just didn't get it. I couldn't, I couldn't like deal with it. Because I went, I went it. from playing like Diablo 2 yes. to playing Baldur's Gate. And, and they, they look similar they on the do. surface. Yeah, and yeah. like, okay, so I'll just keep clicking on this monster. Yeah. And, and well, how come it's not killing it? Yeah. And it's just like, you have to really look after your party yeah. as well. Like, and how, you have to talk to people. Yeah, you have to talk to people. <laughs> and like... uh in Diablo, you're just spamming health potions a lot. Yeah. Like in in this, like health potions are a little bit of a limited resource, mm. so you got to like be careful with them, and they don't heal as much, you know. And like healing spells aren't that like big. It's right. Like you really gotta, you really gotta like gear up your characters in specific ways for specific roles. Mm. Um, which I guess makes that, sense. That you know? actually is quite similar to Diablo. Yeah. Well, yeah, true. <laughs> that is true. But yeah, I've got like my tank characters that yeah. like I put heaps of like armor on them. So their AC is like way higher, and now they're up front. Yep. And like my my spellcaster at the back, and like it's it's tactical it's... like that. And then if I get, I've gotten into, like if I get into a situation where, um, you know the the enemies are attacking the tanks only, and my spellcasters are firing, then it's great. Mm -hmm. But then there are times I get ambushed from the back, as uh... well, and I get surrounded, and then it's like a, a like dire situation because now my like heavy hitters are like getting hurt. Is it time? Is it turn based or time based? It's uh, what's time based? Yeah, but it's it's not turn based in the sense in in like uh, divinity where it's like 
it's this character's turn to move and then you right. thing and then it goes to the next character it's turn based under the hood so there's 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 D and D like turns a happening tick or whatever yeah yeah there's like everyone. turns going on yeah but it's real in real time and right. you do so have that's a pause sim- more more similar to like uh dragon age origins i think uh that, probably that i mean that's all sort of basically yeah, based yeah. off uh you know D&D. never went tonight and stuff yeah, like that yeah. yeah um but yeah there's a pause as well so you're yep. you usually like let it run for a bit pause queue up a few more actions yep. like let it run again um is it grid based i don't think so interesting that's, no it, it's not because there's like Cones and like, you know, I uh, think spells I mean, that casting cones and D- stuff. D and D has cones, yeah, and shapes like yeah, they've got cones, well, spheres, cubes, uh, all all like lines. But yeah. then the the actual combat is sort of grid based. I mean, it, in terms of like how you when you're at least when you're using miniatures, you sort of yeah, yeah, move it, stuff. It could be, but I don't think it is. Like, it, if it is, it's like very under the hood and absolutely not shown mm. at, at all. Mm-hmm. Like, because I mean, you know, like. Dice rolls are happening, but that's kind of under the hood. And yeah, but you do see them. You have like a combat log where you see what people are rolling and stuff like that. Nice. Yeah. That's um, cool. But yeah, I'm 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 seriously loving it, man. It's it's just it's so, it's really doing it. I've, oh, I've played like sixty hours of it so far, and I feel like I'm just scratched the surface. So what was it that you were spe- you were specifically craving, like a D and D style? Yeah, I was because I've been listening to a lot of podcasts. Yeah, I've been listening to a lot of Critical Role really, and I was like, man, I really feel like playing like a is it the like a fantasy critical? Is that um, Mercer? Yep. Okay. Yeah, and all the all the voice actors and yep. stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and I was like, man, I feel like playing like a a good sort of um, like fantasy game, and I'd played like Tyranny, but like I don't know something about that. I just I didn't get into as much. Why do you I, think that is? I don't I don't know why. I think like a lot of the appeal of this Pathfinder game is like the art style and mm. and just the the low stakes of it. Mm. Like I kind of just wanted something where I was adventuring around and finding like a town and like having a few quests in a town. Right. You know, feeling like you're, uh, uh, just a, a person in the world. Yeah. Rather than yeah. And slowly, one. yeah. And slowly building yourself up. Yeah. And like, uh, pillars of eternity, you're very quickly like some sort of chosen one. Yeah. Like within an hour, you're like a chosen right. one. And divinity is the same. Like you're a chosen one in that. And tyranny is like, you're not a chosen one. You're part of like you're just one sort of cog in this empire, like an empire kind yeah. of thing. But you are like quite high up in the ranks. It's interesting because um, this kind of this is you. You might hate this, but this kind of links back to idle games because. Oh boy. Um, oh boy. <laughs> what you're describing is like you. What you're seeking out is a sense of progression. Yeah. Uh, and a sense of like going from. Uh, like a, a newbie weakling, like yeah. just average Joe to this all powerful sorcerer or whatever. Yeah. Like you, you there, but there is a clear and, um, and gradual progression. Yeah. Right. And it all sort of makes logical sense. And, and that is, uh, very much what idle games, uh, like that's their gameplay loop yeah, is, yeah. is starting at like oh, at I've nothing. Seen, I've seen the ads level one guy in rags. Oh. Level My 10, God. guy with some armor. <laughs> some of those ads are so. So the game I, I've been playing has like um, this is one of the one of the things I actually really like about it. Um, uh, a lot of games will force you to do at like look watch ads for various things, and uh, this game is no different. However, they have this like meta progression for the ads. 
Oh. Where every time you watch an ad, you get an ad point, and oh, there's boy. like things you unlock a certain threshold for ad points. Um, oh god! Like it's it's clever in the way yeah. that they have um, made everything a metric for progression. Right. Um, for, they've, they've got tasks. Yeah. Uh, where like it'll be like cast eighty spells, and uh, and it gets you a task token, and task tokens can be spent for upgrades and can be used as crafting materials and all these. It's just lots of interconnected. Anyway, um, but really what I'm getting at is you start at, out doing like one to two damage or whatever it is. And, yeah, yeah. and over the course of your game, that mm. thing, you, you know, you, you get more and more powerful until you do the prestige thing and you start, start again in one of these aspects and you realize just how far you have progressed. Mm. Um, and I think that's, Something that a lot of games fail at is that sense of progression. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And that is, I think, to me, what you're describing is um, exactly that failure, where you were looking for a game where you would have a sense of progression, mm. and a lot of these games undercut it with the narrative. Yeah, I know. Well, they, I, it's almost like they want, they want you to... F they want to, like, power fantasy, I think. And so they yeah. make you the chosen one, like... Very quickly, even yeah. though you're so low level that like some bandits are killing you, right? You know? It's like, it's like if Neo was, to you know, Neo's told, "Oh, you're the chosen one," but then like just gets like having a having a tough time with like just a a regular person, right? You know, yeah. It's <laughs> you're the chosen one, and then he like gets into a scuffle at the bar, yeah, and dies, and just like gets <laughs> gets glassed in the in in the bar and and has died, and yeah. is just like you were the chosen you were the chosen one. <laughs> Um, I do like idle games for that, where it's boiled down. Like the progress, it, it it is focusing purely on progression. Yeah, I, I do like that. But but when you when you tr drew that comparison, uh, I I couldn't help but laugh and disagree what? with it. Why is that? Well, I think the role playing is a, a big oh, part yeah. of it as well. Oh, yeah, that's, that's a big part of it. Yeah. But what it, what exactly are you role playing? You're role playing like being some dude, yeah. and doing like helping out around town and yep. and. Um, chaotic that, neutral dude that leading <laughs> to recognition and ultimately power right? yeah yeah <laughs> which is sure <laughs> which is basically just it's progression yeah. yeah it's a one and a zero yeah 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 <laughs> <laughs> i mean it, it basically is um but I, again I the boil down thing yeah i i i, yeah, I like mm. that part of it yeah sure. but i do think it's um it is interesting how uh the narrative can actually undermine that yeah so that's that's quite a yeah. Um, now, Severn, yo, you've been playing some stuff too. I have been playing playing some stuff. We've been playing. Uh, I've been playing. Um, ooh, Ashen. <laughs> but we don't need to talk ooh, about Ashen. Ashen. How much further are you? Because I haven't. Last time we talked about Ashen, we were, we realized we we're at the same spot. Yeah. So yeah. I got past that that thing. Yeah. And I'm not going to tell you how I got past. You it. ran past. Just ran. I can't. Hey, I couldn't tell you. That was that's my plan. <laughs> Next but, um, time I go playing, I I got to the um the castle. Um, there's a there's a bad guy there. Yeah, I've got to kill him. Yeah, and he is just I I, I think I've versed him maybe five oh, shit. six times. Is he a boss? Yeah, he oh, he's man. I think he's the the final boss. Wow. Um, so I, I keep dying to this guy. There's not as many bosses as I thought there'd be in this game. Yeah, yeah. That that would be three. <laughs> yeah. Um. That that second boss, uh, was surprisingly easy. Did you... I, yeah, I thought so too. Yeah, I killed him first time. Yeah, same. I didn't even know I was damaging it, and then it was it was dead. Mm. <laughs> and I was like, "All right, I did it." <laughs> I don't know how. Does I that was, feel disappointing in a way because I I 
like I was, it was a pretty epic battle, but mm-hmm. like I didn't feel like I was damaging it much. Yeah. And then, you mm-hmm. know, I get in a few hits and then roll around and stuff. And then suddenly it's just, it's dead. And I was like, I must have. Do you feel they missed to the difficulty there? Or, I, no, or I, I, I think it? there was a, because there's like sort of, uh, there's actions that it goes through. Mm-hmm. And I think I was hitting it, um, at a point where it was taking like maximum damage. Oh, like, and it's, there was a vulnerable state. Yeah, I think there was a vulnerable state. And mm-hmm. the times I was looking at, how much damage I was doing was when it was in its not vulnerable state, just standing up and swinging with its uh, like weapon. And I was like barely doing any damage. And I was like, shit, this is going to be a huge fight. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly it's done. When I, when I versed that guy, um, geez, he, um, you've, you've always got your buddy there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, um, buddy did a lot of work. In that I, fight I, I made a note. I made a note of, um, being on the opposite side of this this boss as as your buddy, so he can only focus on one of you guys nice. at, at a time. Mm. Nice. And so, uh, whenever his attention was on me, my partner would just go in there wreck him. Um, yeah. And when he started to shift his attention, I would then just start ruining this guy. Mm. And uh, I think that was one of the main reasons why he he went down so easy. Yeah, How much control yeah. do you have over your ally? Not not much. He does his own thing. Okay. He, yeah. he will attack the thing that you're attacking. Right. And but, but I think... In terms of, like, your positioning compared to him, it's you doing most of the work there and not... Yeah, you don't control you're not, him. You're not ordering him around. No, not at all. Gotcha. Um, but this this last guy, he's big. He can move. Oh, man. <laughs> he can summon things. Oh, God. Ooh. Um, He's in a big circle arena. Um, oh, the worst shape. I know. <laughs> no corners. You can't hide behind anything. There's no. There are no pillars. Notoriously, no corners in the circle. In fact, there are no pillars or anything. You can't kite this guy. Oh no. He's um. Yeah. It, it's it's very. And he, he can hit you for some damage. Mm. Ooh. Um. Yeah. What are you? Uh, what's your weapon? Are you going shield or? I've got this huge axe. Yeah. Like a a, a double bladed axe oh, cool. and another smaller axe. That's yeah. my two handed and single handed. Um, but it's, you know, I'll come, I'll come home and I'll put Ashen on. Yeah. I'll die to him once and then put down the game and make dinner or yeah. something. <laughs> That's what I'll do. I'll, I'll yeah. just think about it like on the way home. Yeah. Load it up and, and lose and then carry on with the rest Have of my Have you tried, night. um, looking up any guides? No. Does that appeal to you? Or would no. you, do you think that would, um, that would undercut? A little bit. That would, that would make it, uh, less enjoyable. It, it would because then I'd probably... Follow and exploit that I've probably seen, and, and right. Well, you, I mean, uh, even it would feel if, unearned a little. Sure, but if there's like a uh, a key strategy you're missing, mm. like there's a certain signal he gives. Oh, there is there is a strategy I'm missing. I'm I'm getting hit too too many times. Oh, right, right, yeah, right. That, that's we my problem. Not getting hit. I've tried, man. Mm. <laughs> I try mm. every time to not right. get hit, but I, I seem to be getting. He's got like huge AOE type swings. Like he he can hit you. Not even looking at you, he he will oh, look man. at your your partner and yeah, and just his wind up is so large, and he will just swing right through you mm. and and hit your buddy. Have you tried uh, dodging? Yeah, man, uh, his his tells are a little off too. Ooh. Oh well, I I just can't seem to read them correctly. Mm. And I think the those like parts of dodging are just you have to be very precisive. It feels right. Um, the one the one thing I wanted to talk about was um. And my, I got to catch up with my brother, um, and he's really into this. Is, this is a, an actual human being. This is not a, a human game. brother. Yeah. Yes, this is not your your um in Ashen, in Ashen brother. No. Ashen brother. <laughs> no. in, in, yeah. in real life. Yeah, um, got to catch up with my with my brother, and he's really big into um, Anthem. Uh huh. 
And uh, what's cool, we we grew up on not these kind of games that you guys are about, the Baldur's Gates or yeah. uh, yep. Mist or whatever. What did you, what did Mist, you grow up oh, on? Yep. Uh, <laughs> but Mist is very different to Baldur's <laughs> Gate. <laughs> you know, those games uh, like Baldur's Gate know, and Mist. <laughs> uh, I, we didn't grow up on games like, you know, the games you kind of like, like Mario or chess. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we grew up on Mario <laughs> and uh, and Sonic, uh, yep. Battletoads, you know. Platformers. Platformers. Yeah. Then as soon as PlayStation came in, I think I was playing like way more wrestling games. Oh yeah, uh, a, racing games. Strange as well. transition, dude. Racing everyone was games. playing wrestling games back then. I was yeah. playing wrestling games. There, there was, was an N sixty four wrestling game. There that was I a great. There was a great N sixty four one called uh, WCW vs NWO. Yeah, Revenge. And there was. I, I tried <laughs> playing a com- some of those wrestling games. They were weird. Like you'd get to the there was like a button to grapple, yeah. and then you would like once you were grappling, there had had a different control scheme entirely. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, because so you were in grapple. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, big into yeah wrestling games. What else? Uh, and and then Grand Theft Auto came in. Oh, and that was yeah. Cool. You know, it was all it was all action e kind kind yeah, of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So not not much role playing basically. No, not at all. You um, didn't play any? Did you play any Crash Bandicoot and stuff? No, <laughs> no, <laughs> no, not not Crash. You know, neither, neither did I. I was like Mario sixty four, mm. and that was kind of. It. I mean, in like all fairness, Mario play. 64 is like one of the finest platformers. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah, we like we got into Zelda, uh, Ocarina of Time, Ooh, of course. Beautiful game. Um, Ooh. I, I'm just trying to think of other games. I mean, Zelda is an RPG. Yep. Yep. Playing of Zelda. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so uh, but just, now, now he's playing. Say... He's playing Anthem now. He so yeah, he's playing. Anthem. I would I would argue it. I mean, maybe not not. I mean, it's, it's it is different to Zelda because there's guns and stuff. Mm. But in terms of like no ending, <laughs> no ending. Anthem, Anthem has no ending. Oh. I think I think like the grind is is real. Mm. Um, like an idle game. Oh god, <laughs> oh, yeah, <laughs> Anthem is like an idle game. It's yeah, it's like an idle game. Uh. This is going to be your thing, Nick. Is like every game we mention, <laughs> like Skyrim. Yeah. So I like missed. Oh, like an idle like game. An idle game. <laughs> Except that you have to do things and they're puzzles. Yeah. <laughs> But essentially, when you boil it down, basically an idle game. You know, because you solve the puzzle and you get progression. Yeah, like an idle game. So, so I made these like realizations about grindy games uh, yeah. when I when I joined uh, Grind again and started working on Path of Exile. Uh-huh. Just about like grind and mechanics around that balance and all this kind of mm. thing. Yeah, he hadn't been exposed to that kind of thing. Sure. Until Anthem came around, uh-huh. and um, it was cool talking to him. And I think a lot of the conversations centered around balance. And that kind of thing. Um, in what way? Uh, he he would describe uh, encounters that he he was getting into. Yeah. And how he'd overcome these encounters, mm. or or just ways that um, I think a designer put together the uh, the item system in uh, in Anthem. Yeah. There was. I've heard a lot of criticisms of it actually. Yeah. There there was one he described where um you can have a weapon. Yeah. Or armor, and the idea was. You uh, you attach armor and it would average your stats and that would be your stats. Um, uh-huh. But but if you had like an awesome I guess helmet or gun, yeah, and just didn't equip anything <laughs> because it wasn't averaging any values, yeah, you had legendary stats basically. Huh. Yeah. So the, I think I know what you're talking about because um, mm. I'd heard something similar. Basically, as I understood it, um, to make sure that encounters stayed challenging, they would take your gear level functionally into account when determining what enemies, like the amount of damage and life enemies had. Mm. Um, and so the actual optimal way to play Anthem was to ditch all of your items and use your starter weapon. Yeah. Wow. Because uh, 
the scaling was harsher uh for the, harsher like than your your progression yeah. so like you would you would get better items and the monsters would get stronger than the items got better hmm. um yeah and so we were talking about these things and it yeah. and it was cool because um we would just talk about like ways to go about dealing with this and he read it he read a lot of these things as bugs and mm. i was like no i my interpretation was someone thought about this and this is how they would have implemented it yes and and i very much stood like and, firm on that and um and and not a good implementation is yeah like i mean it's not that's not what you want in a game about hunting items is for your items to make you you worse yeah <laughs> there, there was also another situation where um apparently so you go into a party yeah and this is their way to try and handle um all right uh me and blake are what level 10 or whatever uh-huh. then nick comes in and he he's just starting a new account yeah, so, and, but I'm already level play. 30 because I'm, I'm better. And we want to play together, right? And what they do is they scale Nick up, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> right? Yeah, sure. To match us. Yeah. And in our encounters, we can all like do similar damage, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, it's but, interesting that they scale up rather than scale down. Yeah, I, well, I just thought any scaling was off. And well, I, mean, I think there's a sort few of don't games that sort of do that. Path of Exile does that. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we scale yeah. down, though. Um, okay. Um, and the reason is... Uh, if you're a high level character and you are your friend is new to the game, uh, the things we want to avoid are like you enter the zone with your friend and now your friend is not getting any experience because mm-hmm. you're super high level. Yeah. Um, and or alternatively you and you're not having any fun because you're super high level. Yeah. Um, so we scale your stats down. Mm-hmm. Or I think technically what we actually do is we scale the damage you take up. Okay. And the damage you deal down. And um, then, but then we don't penalize experience as much, if at all. Um, I thought so. After after talking to my brother, he was like, "It well, the scaling up was bad because then you could run in everything. Your gear was scaled up, like on on that new guy. So it turned out yeah. you could you could have entirely new guys, yeah, doing ridiculous amounts of damage because right. they were scaled up and and they and they have the starter gear, which uh, yeah, is apparently they're, better. <laughs> they're like." Not unique. Their common weapons yeah. were actually doing more damage yeah. than your legendary. It's, oh, wow. it's it's super. Uh, I've I've only heard very silly decisions mm. um, from the way they have handled uh, itemization and progression of that game. They've also done, as I understand it, items. Uh, so, for example, in our in Path of Exile, mm. you get a weapon, uh, and uh, you, you're say you're, you're using a an axe. You're not going to get spell damage mods on a rare axe because uh, a rare axe, an axe is a is a strength based weapon. It doesn't really make sense for it to have like mm-hmm. spell damage mods on it, whatever. Um, uh, in Anthem, you can get mods on items that do nothing. Okay, a better example is um, uh, you if you get if you uh, have like an energy shield body armor, yeah, um, like a, a savant's robe, right, for example. It's not gonna roll increased armor, right? It'll it it can roll increased energy shield. Yeah, yeah. Uh, as I understand it, in Anthem, that's not the case. It uh, they you, they you dilute get... the mod pool by putting in mods that uh, have no function on items. Uh. So wait, does that mean you can just get mods for anything on anything? I don't know exactly, um, but I do know that you can get mods that do not function on some items hmm. because they just don't have the base attributes to like built into the item or whatever. Yeah. Um, uh, where we have 
mods that are sort of there to dilute the mod pool oftentimes is just low tiers of mods like you can always get every tier of mod regardless of what level like uh, once you're 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 level 80 or whatever you can still get mods that appear on level one items hmm. um, and that mm -hmm. makes it slower to progress as you get higher um, but those mods still functionally do something at least even if it's just not that good whereas this is like uh, this weapon that can't deal poison damage has increased poison damage. Yeah, and I think. Like, yeah, okay, no, I, I'm. Cool. I'm just trying to remember. There was a. I remember hearing about like a flamethrower or something that had increased cold damage. Right. <laughs> that does no Makes cold it, damage because it's do fire. <laughs> right. Yeah. So they've they've made some kind of baffling yeah, yeah. choices in terms of how uh, itemization works and how what what itemization does to difficulty. Yeah. Just. I'm 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 surprised to hear about the scaling that we do because I, um after talking uh, with my brother about it I was like yeah. it makes way more sense to just have you you guys who would put effort into this game to be at higher level or the level that you earned and have this other person that you're handholding or right playing with just just remain that level yeah I, mean, I don't think scaling in in my head it doesn't make sense to do any kind of scaling. Uh, ours is optional, if I recall, and it's. Okay. Um, I might be mistaken, but I think it is optional. Um, but the the intent is, um, if you if, uh, if we didn't penalize experience mm. at, for high level characters helping low level characters, the optimal way to play Path of Exile would be, get your level eighty friend to run you through every zone, right? Because they can kill things. Uh, just oftentimes by walking near them. Oh, you, you're um, talking about the way ex experiences. Yes. Down? Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, and so, uh, the the but then that's kind of a flaw on the way XP is dealt, right? What do you mean? Um, if I just have to be close to a battle to yeah. then earn XP, does that kind of mean the way XP is then distributed is off? Then maybe so, you want to so do it. So you, you, would your argument be? Oh, you need to be involved in the combat for that. It makes more sense to me. Certainly. Um, what What if you're playing a support character? Oh, that's a good question. I'm not sure. Or what if um, your character, for whatever reason, is just moving a little slowly? Maybe you you were you um, just missed the battle. You were looting. Yeah, I think you shouldn't be penalized there, for looting. There is a range, isn't there? There is a range. Yes, yeah. it's it's fairly generous. Because um, I remember when I was playing with friends, one of my mates was like always trailing behind just like l looting like random chests all over the place and yeah. another mate was always yelling at him that he's gonna like lose out on xp yeah um w when you say support character what do they do uh there's, there's a bunch of different styles Moral support um <laughs> yeah. yeah yes Come on, guys. <laughs> that can be one of them yeah. um uh i mean someone who's uh got a bunch of auras mm to buff allies mm. or uh but then that create... means you're involved because you're doing something uh, yeah right? in that case i sure yeah but what if your aura doesn't actually enhance their damage well if it enhances them and then they damage something then it's fine what if the enhancement is irrelevant so for example what if your aura is purity of fire which increases yeah. fire resistance mm -hmm. and yeah. enemies aren't dealing any fire damage i think that's fine yeah, you but, should still be benefited. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so then oh, what's... I I I went I mean, the uh, the other the other <laughs> way. You you shouldn't. Well, I mean, you're you're doing something, right? So then, so because then you know, the... I don't I don't think 
Well, although maybe you do just you, end you, up the standing is, there doing nothing and yeah. just like everyone around you fighting and you're just like, yep. Mm. I mean, that's what colors do, right? Or like, so there are, there are, are groups for whom uh, there is a party member whose sole job it is to get the killing blow. Right. Um, and the reason that is is because uh, when they kill the monster, the monster drops loot of a higher rarity and right. more loot, right? Yeah. Because of the way they've built their character. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so they are not involved in the combat until, like, the very end. Mm. And they may only deal one hit. Yeah. And, and they have, like, a culling strike jam, so yeah. that one hit kills the thing. Mm. Um, but if, if we said, okay, you have to in some way be uh, affecting party members yeah. in order for you to benefit from, like, experience or whatever, uh, you can easily game that system. You yeah. put on a level one clarity, yeah. right? And it reserves... 16 mana or what, 61 mana, whatever, whatever yeah. it is, like some small token amount of mana, they, your allies get like one mana regeneration per second or whatever it mm. is. And now you're getting experience at no cost and you're still doing nothing. Mm. So, yeah. um, why, why have, why force people into that when you, you know, just say, okay, you, you and you're can, saying if it, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Well, it's more like, um, don't encourage behavior that, uh, is, going to feel bad for people who don't engage in it yeah yeah um yeah uh so the the solution we have is you know you get experience for being nearby but then mm. if your ally is super high level then that experience is penalized but then we've we recently like i think it was a few patches ago we added this scaling system mm. so that your experience isn't penalized and your allies your high level yeah, allies yeah. um take significantly more damage and deal significantly less damage yeah. they're still probably above the curve in terms of where you are so they're still probably stronger than you, mm. but the difference isn't so great. Yeah, I, I think my friends have only ever used it to like, like catch up or play with people that they've got ahead of. Yeah, yeah, because like they'll, they'll often there's like one or two friends that are like just blast ahead of everyone. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then if there is no sort of scaling, then they're just sort of they they're just going to run everyone through, and it's no fun being carried like that. Yeah. So my, if they, then if, at least if they group up, it's somewhat challenging. The first time I ever played Diablo 2 was with someone who had played Diablo 2 tons. Yeah. And they knew all of the quests inside out. Yeah. I don't, I don't like it. I don't like getting carried through like that. Yeah. Basically, what I was doing was running through uh, empty areas mm. following a trail of corpses. Yeah. Trying yeah. to just keep up. And so it was uh, not like the most favorable way to play yeah. D2. Yeah. So we want people to like have a good time. And so scaling is one way to handle that. Yeah. Um, but I think, it's, I think Destiny does a similar scaling thing. A lot of games Not, do. Yeah, like I, um, City of Heroes had was like one of the earliest games to yeah scale party members up and down. Yeah. Um, but you have to be careful with that sort of thing because mm. scaling a new player up yeah uh, can still leave them like feeling underpowered. Mm. They might not even have enough skills to really do much. Yeah. I think that was the issue with City of Heroes, for example. Right. Um, and also, they're skipping ahead of all this content so that they lose that sense of progression. Yeah. But on the flip side, you know, scaling someone down, you get the new player not necessarily mm. still doing much. It's it's a tricky thing yeah. to balance. Yeah. Um, have you guys followed some of their Anthem news? Uh, not really. Yeah, not what's, recently. What's the latest? It, it was funny talking to my brother. Um, he, he, he was saying that they, like, that they were really stingy on like legendary items, <laughs> yeah. And then they patched in like, or like happen to. I could be misquoting too, <laughs> but um, they happen to uh, just 
uh, introduced like a thing where legendaries dropped way more often. All right. And people were like really pl- like playing it for 10 hour stretches and stuff, yeah. just oh, trying shit. to get like legendaries. And <laughs> then they undid that. Oh, yeah. Man. I think it was a bug or something. If I recall. Right. Okay. Yeah. Like yeah. They, they accidentally over buffed stuff. Yeah. Yeah. This sounds familiar. <laughs> yeah. Well, people my... were very upset when they changed it back. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah. And, and they should be. Um, really though? Uh, upset? Yeah. Well, no, I guess not. <laughs> if it was a bug in unintended. I mean, even if it uh, was intended, but they realized they made a mistake, mm. would you still feel the same way that they shouldn't touch it? Um, I I feel like they should just establish a thing and maybe not go too far from what that is. Not, don't tinker tinker too much? Yeah. Well, especially with uh, drops of a legendary. Sure. So is the is thing that they swung too far, where it was like hardly ever dropping, and then they yeah, started it, dropping It heaps? sounded like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, but he's he's having a great time. That's cool. And he's playing it way more than I thought he would be playing it. Um, Has he played Path of Exile? No, but I was telling him about it. it are you going to try and get him into it? No. <laughs> Why? He wants some... Because <laughs> he'll <laughs> criticize Severn's art from a <laughs> no, no. like, That's definitely going to be I it. can't take it from, <laughs> from a family member. Yeah, yeah. Forest encampment. <laughs> <laughs> he, he was very specific when he was like, you know what? I like to smash things, and I like HDR... Like graphics, he's a, these are my the yeah. things, and and it has those two things. <laughs> so, you, like, um, man, it he was getting disconnected so much though. Whoa, yeah, uh, yeah, I, I kept hearing about it. Why? I don't know. Um, so fiber service, yeah, they have fiber. Wow. Um, yeah, I don't know. Huh. It it just sounded it seemed buggy. Yeah, mm. kept getting kicked off. Yeah, that's uh. Oh, there have been a few other like looter shooters recently, right? I think the term is looter. Oh yeah, uh, no, division, no, <laughs> is it not? Okay, I stand corrected. Yeah. The division, uh, a came shooter. Up. Yeah, All right. the, yeah, the division. Yeah, the division yeah. two. Yep. You played the division one, right? A little bit. Okay. No interest in two. No, not at all. And there are some people that really want to want me to pick it up, but I, I just can't. <laughs> I just can't get into these like never-ending games. Yeah. Yeah. How come? The uh, progression, man. <laughs> mm. Because of progression. How much GTA Online did you play? Oof. I don't know. Did you set goals for yourself um, in GTA Online? Yeah, well, what's the, what's the end mainly, of GTA Online? It was like? mainly hanging out. Yeah, I, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I see what you're saying. <laughs> but, they, man, they had good content, too. Um, but, like, if all your friends I, are there, that's, that's how a lot of people play World of Warcraft. Is like, it's just basically a chat site. Mm. Y- yes. Yeah. Actually, yeah. Um... It's it's like an idle game. You, um, World of Warcraft is so easy. You're <laughs> they, basically just playing an idle game they, while you're chatting. They did introduce <laughs> idle games. They had the, the what is it called? Like the fort. fort oh or, yeah, yeah. You um, send or, off uh, garrison? agents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You send off agents to do stuff. I think yes. something like that is still in in some form. Yes, like because I, you I become. So. And you know what? It was one of the most popular features yeah. introduced in World of yeah. Warcraft in, in recent years. Because the funny thing with that is, like, you put that into a, nor- a, a, a regular game, yeah. like, you know, Pathfinder or something, and, yeah. or, or WoW, and you feel like you're doing something, even though none of this has ever shown. It's just, like, Yes, text. it all happens in the background. Yeah. Yeah. That's why idle games work. Yeah, yeah. It's the whole thing of them like you yeah you're playing quote-unquote playing even when your phone's plugged into the bedroom or whatever yeah like i do i do really like that thing of like sending people off to missions and, and mm-hmm. then being like oh i i what what got me with 
idle games. I think I played Venture Capitalist or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Capitalist. I played a lot of that. Um, oh, I, I played a couple others too. Um, but it was, but it was seeing the numbers go up. Yes, mm. that that was. Uh, it was like watching a loading bar. Uh, yes, and I was just like, yep. oh my goodness, there's there's something higher numbers. These numbers there's something up. addictive yeah. about it, yeah, right? Yeah. You know what? Um, I, I used to like in class, like back in high school and stuff. I used to just watch digital clocks like turn around. Oh wow! Like just like <laughs> when I was bored. Did, did no well, one got, else do this? I got I got I got one up here. Yeah, I calculator. That I used to put in the date or the year, mm. you know, so it was like 1992, and then I go plus one, and then equals, and then plus one, and then equals, oh, <laughs> and yeah, then watch yeah, it tick yeah, up, yeah, and yeah. then be like, wow, where will I be in like 20, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 2002 or something like that. You but know? Like, the idle game of life. Yeah, yeah, and just keep it, and then be like, whoa, what if I go up heaps, and it's like, whoa, 2030 something. <laughs> it just keeps going up. It's crazy. <laughs> like, wow, what, what kind of future will that be? <laughs> And then oh. sometimes I go negative and be like, wow, what was it like? Nineteen sixty something. You're just you're looking at a calculator. <laughs> just looking at a calculator. <laughs> wow. I just got a calculator and an imagination. Yeah. I had no computer, no video games for a long time. That, that was your but I had a calculator. That explains a lot, Blake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's something about watching numbers just yeah. rolling. Yeah, it's um and it's the same thing that like I mean, action RPGs give you a similar sensation of getting stronger seeing bigger yeah. numbers yeah going farther um and that's all you know it's all the idle game is like just a, a distillation of that it's mm. progression with minimized gameplay which you know absolutely it is an acquired taste yeah but um you know as working on path of exile uh you need to have a very deep understanding of how progression works and what feels good and what what um appeals and uh Part of what I think I really enjoy about idle games is exposing myself to lots of uh, different ideas of what progression can look like mm. uh, in a in a very short time frame. Are idle games ever challenging? Yes. Yeah. Yes. There is one. Uh, <laughs> Sometimes you got to click real fast. So there's one called <laughs> yeah. I think it was called Realm Grinder. Yeah. Um, and this was a really fun one uh, because it 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 worked on like a. There were like classes of a, a in a way, and like it, although they they called them like races, yeah. Uh, and um, as you 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 start unlocking these classes, and uh, you unlock all these different features, and at some point you 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 get to a point where you can start mixing and matching aspects from different classes, and you can mm. start creating builds. Oh, that's cool. Um, and uh, that was, but 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 actually progressing in that game was quite tricky because yeah. you had to really consider like how to layer all these different aspects. Yeah. I mean, that's ultimately what a good idle game is all about is like how we give you all ton of, of these different elements. Mm. Um, and if you arrange them properly, you get this crazy exponential growth. Otherwise you just kind of trickle forward. Mm. Um, so it's all about like figuring out, uh, how all of these systems interrelate mm. and figuring out. Um, so for the one I'm, I've been currently playing the idle wasteland one, uh, one of the five skills is uh, crafting. Right. And crafting is, there's a, the bottleneck for crafting is salvaging, okay. where you're salvaging scrap material. Yep. Um, and so ways to make your salvaging more efficient will make your crafting better. But then there's also things that make your crafting more efficient because, like, when you build something, you don't necessarily don't consume the scrap metal that you need. Or, right. And there is ways to increase that. Um, and... On top of that, there's hunting for animals, there's combat, and there's, mm. like, magic. These, those are the five <laughs> things. And uh, 
very early on, I was like, one of these is going to be slower than the rest. And I, figuring out which one that is, like, which what what's the actual true bottleneck to broad progression in this yep. game? And for me, I, I, I think it's crafting. And so a lot of my upgrading has been focused on making the crafting more efficient and mm. faster. Um, and so sort of uh, assessing all of the mechanics, seeing how they interrelate, and then figuring out what the optimal path for advancement is, is what I find satisfying about did did you confirm whether or not your your hunch of crafting being the the slowest thing to grind? Hard hard to confirm. Yeah. But in terms of like, you looked so, up an online guide. There <laughs> there are online guides. Um, of course there are. Uh, it, the, the, the realm grinder game I mentioned earlier has so many guides yeah. because there's there's a, a significant amount of depth. Oh man, um, I think I've seen because I do look for mobile games and I think I've seen realm grinder on there. But the fact that it's like it has grinding. In the title yeah. makes me go nah. I mean, I'm not grinding. You you work on Path of Exile. <laughs> you work at a company called Grinding Gear Games. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but this. <laughs> you know. But our game is fun. That's the difference. <laughs> and I mean, Rogue Grinder is pretty fun. I I quite liked that one. Um, well, what I don't like is it, it's it's pretty much it's linear progression. Yeah. Mm, no. You're always going up. Does it ever go down, oh. back down? Uh, well, a lot of these games have uh, like the point where you reset mm. and in prestige and yeah, 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 and in, in doing so, you get like a a small but significant. It's really, just for them to remove some zeros from your <laughs> from your number that's going up, right? Yeah, but also to provide a new avenue for exponential growth mm. on that next run. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so Realm Grinder, for example, uh, I remember it would take if you if you're like playing it kind of actively, it might take you half an hour to an hour to get your first prestige or whatever. And, okay. and, and what it, they'll, a lot of these games, what they'll do is they'll push the next prestige further back. Um, so you'll take like an hour to get to this specific threshold. Mm -hmm. You prestige. Now it takes half an hour to get to that specific threshold. And, but it's still an, an a total hour to get to the next prestige. Mm. And you get to a point where it's like, what took you an hour, the very first time you played happens in a fraction of a second. The, on yeah. the 50th prestige yeah. or whatever. Um, and so there's something kind of exciting about that exponential growth. Yeah, well, um, I, I like games with gameplay <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> uh -huh. But but also, like... So how so, come you play Red Dead? Some of the... Like, oh, man, that's got so much boom, gameplay. Yeah, no, that's, um, it was a, a cheap and lame shot. Mm -hmm. The, uh, like, lulls of a game, like those, those moments of, like... Where the nothingness, nothing is oh, yeah, yeah, happening. Yeah. happening. Yeah. It, it's nice to contrast it with like mm. a lot of action. You know, preparing for battle, I'm, I'm sure, is, is feels pretty good. Yeah, like, yeah. To, to actually get to use it in battle, like prepare for that thing. Yeah. Because mm. uh, I, I definitely know I'm getting that in Ashen. Yeah. And I like, uh, yeah, that I like in Ashen too, like after a big battle, after a big milestone you've just reached, there is this feeling of like peace. Yeah. That you're like, mm. oh man. Especially just... like going back to the hub. Oh, like, yeah. Going back to, uh, Something's rest. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot have you have you list. run around that area for a, a little while when you're like much much higher mm. like powered and you're just like these guys used to give me trouble and now I'm just oh yeah just coming into the because they, they always they respawn those little those little guys mm. around in their little camps and you just walk in there and just go bah yeah. You know, those same people are throwing spears at you from like the bushes and you're just like 
Yeah. I used to. Be, I, I was mainly talking about seeing like your village. Like, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, the actual progression. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I was thinking of like character progression and like oh, going like, back and and <laughs> fighting the like low level people. There is that. I, yeah, I don't yeah. even mess with those guys. I'm so I'm so high. Every once in a while, I'll go out and be like, yeah. Yeah. Let's see how strong I am. I just feel like Sauron. That, yeah, that yeah. Opening shot. It's like these guys used to give me trouble, and now they're nothing. But yeah, that that town being built up is really a cool thing. Yeah. In that game. What do you think about town building? I think as it's... as a concept, because a lot of games have elements of that now. Yeah. Um. And and the reason I bring this up is because Blades, uh, a significant portion. Yeah. Of, of I mean, the the main metric for progression in Blades is really. Uh, your town. Yeah. You level up, but your level, um, I don't even think it really unlocks anything, if I recall correctly. Mm. You, you, you get, like, some bonuses. Yeah. But most of the content is gated behind the level of the town. Okay. And so uh, a lot of their bottlenecks and balance happens in resources you get for the town. Mm. Um, but you also, it's an interesting metric for progression when you you start off in this ruined town and then you know you're by the time your character's level 25 and your town is like level six you've got like blacksmith and yeah. alchemy and like a bunch of houses and i and do decorations. like i do like that sort of thing that's what i liked a lot in uh fallout 4 and even though it was like a side thing mm. because you had you could build up a town more people could like go to your town and you felt like you were bringing civilization back yeah, but it had like no real impact on much of the game anyway. That that is actually part of the problem with blades, I think. Yeah, as the town, you, although you like upgrading your blacksmith does tons, mm. building another blacksmith doesn't do a lot. Hmm. Um, building houses doesn't do anything except it it gives you experience towards the next town level. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, and and rescuing citizens and and um, yeah, and talking to the citizens. Other than a select few quests, okay. is, is is pointless. Um, so Pathfinder has uh, town building elements. Yeah, it also has town founding elements because you Ooh. you can claim neighboring regions. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not sure when you actually get the ability to do that. I just every once in a while I'll go to the like map and it's like you can now claim this region and I have no idea why. Oh, yeah. I, I well, what's your uh, status in Pathfinder? Are you just a villager? No, I. Well, you start off as like a mercenary guy that's just been invited by this like uh, lord person mm. in a neighboring city. Lord person. Lord person <laughs> in a neighboring city yeah. to go and clear out some like troublesome bandits in this area and sort of claim this place as a I new see. barony. I see. So you start off just as like an adventurer, basically, and mm. then you become like the ruler of this town yeah. and in this region, and it's called Kingmaker. So I'm assuming you can end up being a king, huh. or you'll make a king, or you make a king. Maybe you <laughs> are the king. Yeah, then maybe that's the thing. Maybe is there crafting? Do you slowly work your way up no, to building a no king? There's no crafting. There's <laughs> no crafting. Um, Disappointing. But you do like so. There is like a town building part where you are picking from a list of buildings and placing them down on cool. squares, Very and cool. they have like buffs of like if this is adjacent to this type of building, you get extra Ooh, things. That's so there's cool. a there's a so bit of, actually like the arrangement of the town. Yeah, actually yeah. Matters. So there's a lot of puzzle, almost puzzle puzzling cool. going yeah. on to try to get the most, the best, uh, you know, the most optimal. Uh, so that thing. do you remember? Um, we we were playing Stellaris in the office for a while, and uh, planets had adjacency bonuses. Yeah, that's right. Like yeah, that. and a, I always quite like that. that. Yeah. Wait, did they orbit as well? 
No, um, this was on the planet. No, this is on a yeah. planet. Oh. It was <laughs> just on a grid. <laughs> yeah. And you just had ones that had like bonuses to, to things yeah, next to it. Yeah, we just make other, uh, adjacent yeah. things more efficient to, I, produce, I see, yeah, to produce extra stuff. Um, yeah, and, and all those buildings, yeah, they add to your sort of overall realm like economy and stability and because there's a whole bunch of realm stats like That's i cool. mean there's economy there's like uh loyalty so how loyal your people are there's like divinity mm. and all these all these things that you know i might have to pick this up it sounds it sounds like it appeals to me it's, it's it's pretty great i really love it and um what's cool is that like uh there are um s- s- you'll have like events uh where someone like one of your citizens comes to you and and asks you for something, mm-hmm. um, and you you know you have a, a list of options of what what to do with them, mm. um, and uh, depending on what you pick, you might actually unlock a specialized building for that person. Like there was this one one part where um, this dwarf guy came up to me, uh, you know he's seeking an audience. You're having like this this like uh, the the citizens come to you and you're sitting on your throne thing and they come to you with grievances and, and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and this guy was like, uh, this dwarf was like, you're on my ancestral homeland, blah, blah, blah. And I, I want like, I, I want something from you. And you could either like tell him to go away or you can, there's a few other options. Uh, and then one of the options is just like, all right, ask him what he wants. And he's mm-hmm. like, I want my own blacksmithing like shop. I want mm-hmm. you to build a blacksmithing shop for me. And I was like, this sounds like it would actually benefit my whole like city. Mm. So I did that. And he's like this, you, you go into like the, the town building thing, yeah. put down his like blacksmith shop. It takes a while to build. Like sure. there's a, there's days that will take. Yeah. But then w- once that's done, he'll like craft specialized armor for you. And like, nice. he, he, he gives you like a little side quest to be like, find these like ancestral bits of armor that have been like scattered around. And if you get them, cool. I'll, I'll build this like crazy dragon armor thing for yeah, you. That sounds awesome. Yeah. So like these things like feed back into the, like the, the, the building buildings can feed back into the actual game. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds great. That All is right. cool. I, I, I like that part of being a king. Yeah. It's, because it sounds like you don't need to do like, much like legwork. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know what you I mean? Said, you said that like you, yeah, I like that as, as a king, I like that part of being a king. <laughs> <laughs> but I, you know, you know how you hear about these games, and you're like, "Yeah, I'm a king, but I go around killing bandits still." Right? Yeah. And you're like, "Yeah, what?" Yeah, it's a fair point. Yeah. Um, well, we're, we're almost out of time, but we've got three different comments or questions. They're comments um, about criticisms. Lunch. I think. Cr- criticisms. Yeah. Okay. Uh, about lunch, eat flavor. Yep. The hit. Um, hit new show. <laughs> spin off of of Front Seat Gamer. Yeah. I'll just read these out. This is from Vavan, uh, a uh, uh, one of our our regular writers and listeners. Mm-hmm. Um, says for Nick, so we really like watching cooking reality TV shows and been binging the Final Table on Netflix. There's a couple of New Zealand chefs on it, and one of them is Monique Fiso, Fiso, uh, Maori and Samoan chef. Her restaurant is Hiakai, and it's am I pronouncing that right? Or Pro- not? Probably not. Uh, Hiakai. I don't have it in front of me. I don't know. <laughs> Blake, is it Hiakai or Hayakai? Uh, kai means food. Uh, I know that. Cool. And it's in Wellington. Yep. Uh, if he remembers right. It seems really cool. The way she uses traditional cooking methods might be fun to do another food episode there. It would be fun to do that there. However, Wellington is like six hours south. Five out four. It's, it's, like, it's like an eight-hour eight drive. Yeah, it's like an eight-hour okay. drive. It's only a one-hour flight, though. Yep. 
Um, so maybe we'll do a road trip someday yep. to eat there. But that sounds good. Um, this is from... What uh, if we ate our way down the country? That, I mean, that's a dream, We did a right? giant, like... We just stopped at, like, places to eat. And then... Yeah, uh, that sounds, like, that sounds <laughs> like amazing to me. That, sounds like a lot of effort, too. <laughs> it does sound like... A, but uh, Like a weekend... Like, Probably more than a weekend, yeah, I right? Think so probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if we're stopping at every stopping like at literally every single place. Yeah, yeah. I've I've done some driving, and you don't want to like pull over and get food. Like it's not nice. Places. Too often. Well, it's just not nice places, you know. Oh. They're not yeah, like they've, they've got to be. They're nice not places. like five star. This could be a. <laughs> this could be I mean? a. Have you ever watched um, oh, what's it called? The trip with uh, uh Steve Coogan and. Um, I, know, guy. I know what you're talking yeah, about. Yeah, and they um, just go around. Italy. Yeah, I've watched, I think I watched a couple episodes of it. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty like. great. But they go into super fancy places that's true. that are like all booked out. And what are you like thinking? We, planned. Are you thinking lunch, eat flavor should be us? The street version. Get, get, is this, is this a street is this, edition? Is this a touring show? Is this what we're going to, is this where we start touring? <laughs> we take it to the road? Yeah, yeah. take it on the road. <laughs> yeah. Um, this is from. Take the show on the road. At Sonish Boo says, this episode was insane. Blake eating everything separately. Nick wanted to eat penguins, but they probably taste like chicken. And berries not actually being berries. Bakeries not being bakeries. New Zealand pizza sucking. Great episode. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Uh, and lastly, this is from Fuwasan. As a native non-English speaker, I find the pronunciation of all these foods fascinating. Couscous was really surprising to hear in English. I gotta know how you, how you pronounce couscous uh, in your native tongue. Please let us know. Uh, right now, you can email frontseatquestions at gmail.com to let us know how you pronounce email us couscous. a audio file. Yes, please. How, how do you guys pronounce uh, quinoa? Have you heard of this? Yeah, quinoa. Is it quinoa? quinoa? Yeah, quinoa. Yeah, I've, I've heard people pronounce that in various Quinoa? Ways. Yeah, quinoa. <laughs> yeah, quinoa. that's wrong. Is that it's how quinoa. it's spelt? I yeah. Think so. Yeah. Um, I think we're pretty much out of time. Yep. So, uh, thank you so much for listening to episode 100. Clearly, best episode ever. Best uh, 100th episode ever. That we've ever done, for yep. sure. Uh, here's to seven more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can tweet at us at FrenzyCast if you want to just say hi, get in contact with us. Uh, Facebook.com slash FrenzyCast is another way to get in contact with us. We often answer messages on there. Uh, FrenzyGamer.wordpress.com is our WordPress site. YouTube.com slash FrenzyCast is our YouTube page. Feel free to drop us a comment on there. Uh, subscribe, because that's nice. Uh, twitch.tv slash front cast. Have you guys been twitching? I haven't twitched. No, not I recently. No, my, my bit rate. I <laughs> no recent twitching. No. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm gonna get back on there, but, but Severin's gonna get back on there, and I'm doing art stuff, and he's doing art yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're also on you Spotify. Should, uh, you should finish Ashen on there. Ooh, I don't just know, be man. hitting your face against because, that. No, boss. the frustration, man. I <laughs> well, can't. That's what, what people want to see. But maybe, maybe Twitch t- chat will help you out. Yeah, they'll say hit that guy. Give me tips. Hit him, no, dodge. No tips. No, I'll probably be doing art stuff, guys. All right. I'm going to save oh, you frustration d- from you there. Didn't wanna, you didn't say anything about your project. Oh, yeah. How's your project <laughs> going? It's going well. Um, I, I was killing myself trying to get... Uh, you guys may have seen like the lip sync test I, that I did. Yep. Yeah. Um, so that was just in Maya. And now I'm trying to get that working in Unreal. Mm. And uh, I thought exporting in FBX would work. Yeah. Turns out it didn't. And so the the past two weeks was me trying to figure out what was broken, and uh, 
Did you I, figure it out? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I did. It was... um. Was it a tick box? No. <laughs> dude, I had to remake blend shapes. Oh, was, oh, it, a, was it a slider? Well, it was where the sliders were. Oh. <laughs> because Maya has a dumb thing where you can make different blend shapes, which are like groups yep. for a mesh. Right. And then you can add targets for these blend shapes. What happened was you can only export one blend shape. Oh. But I had uh, like different blend shape groups with various different targets under them. Yeah. Mm. And I like the first blend shape worked, but the other ones that were used for the phone names and like uh, face cleanup, they weren't being mm. exported. So I had to remake them under that, the same that, blend shape. That one blend shape. Right. Yeah. Interesting that it limits, limits it to one. Yeah. It, I kind of hated that. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> Is that why. just S FBX that limits it to one? Like, what are you uh, I think, exporting it as? Yeah, I'm, I'm using FBX. Okay. And yeah, it just broke. Like, I would do the thing where I'd export it and then try just re-import it back into Maya and mm -hmm. see and see what broke. Yeah. Huh. Uh, and that's the technical talk for this episode. Mm -hmm. uh, and we'll be back in a couple weeks, probably. Yep. For uh, next week will be our pilot pilot episode. That, oh, we're uh, doing it next week. Yep, dropping it next week. Yep, dropping it next week. Okay, uh, dropping yeah. like it's hot next week. Uh, you're gonna hear the worst episode of Front Seat Gamer you think ever. So? I don't nah, know. Nah, it's definitely not the worst. There's no echo. It's us. It's <laughs> us impressive. crowded around one mic. Yeah, yeah. that's that's true. Yeah, Back when we we're recording on my laptop. Yeah, we were recording on your laptop. We're through Audacity. Yep. <laughs> yeah. There's it, about 15 minutes of us discussing what we're gonna call the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No name. Yep. And we we landed on. This name of all well, names. Well, I don't think we did. It was pre-alpha. It was pre-alpha no. pre at the time. Oh, man. <laughs> you remember that? Yeah. We hadn't even thought of Front Seat Gamer. We probably never should have. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I remember suggesting, like, Backseat Gamer. Mm. And Nick was like, but we're developers. We're, like, in the driving seat. We should be in the front seat. Mm. And, I, I, and I deeply regret it. <laughs> it was good. And we'll be well, back. It's better, it's better than Gamer Ghoulies that you wanted. <laughs> no. It wasn't. It was it's feature uh, creeps, right? Yeah, feature creeps. Oh, yeah, that's, that's what right. it was. Game of ghoulies. <laughs> game of ghoulies. <laughs> Is that something you were hanging on to? <laughs> I thought that's what it. I thought, yeah. Feature creeps. Uh, we game of ghoulies. <laughs> but I, I remember you. Yeah, feature creeps is a great <laughs> name. Creeps, yeah. I still love it. Uh, and we'll be back uh, next week with that, and uh, the week after that with a normal, probably episode yep. of this Frenzy Gamer. Oh, game of we'll ghoulies. See you then. Love you. Bye. Yeah, that pilot, I was listening to it, and just waiting for the intro to come in. There's no like, intro. There's no intro. Yeah, there's no intro. <laughs> I was just waiting for, like, you know, the, the cut-in. Yeah, yeah. Would well, you remember you, because you, you, you did the first... Couple, yeah. and you had that other like roll. <laughs> yeah, I, I, dun, dun, yeah, dun, I still, dun, I still dun, like dun, that. Dun. I still, I should like chuck that. that in. I'll, I'll chuck that in. Be like, don, 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 Yeah, pretty great. The funny thing is, I've listened to podcasts on the uh, Australasian Gaming Podcast and Network, they and they have that exact same thing. So I'm so glad that we changed it. <laughs> Was well, is custom, really? Like, you can't get it anywhere. Someone's asked us.